Today is Wednesday, January 13th, and you're listening to the morning announcements. I'm Sammy Sage. President Trump was back on his bullshit yesterday when he took a visit to the border wall at Alamo, Texas, not to be confused with the actual Alamo. While he was there, he signed a plaque with a Sharpie and spoke to reporters. In his comments, he took no responsibility for the insurrection, said that the effort to impeach him is causing tremendous anger from his supporters, and bragged that he has zero risk of being removed by the 25th Amendment. Sounding pretty confident for someone who's about to be the first president ever to be impeached twice. Congrats, Donnie. More breaking news from yesterday. We finally heard from the DOJ and FBI about what actions they're taking against the insurrectionists. There have been 160 case files opened, which they're calling just the tip of the iceberg. And the DOJ says they're looking at significant felony cases tied to sedition and conspiracy. The Washington Post also reported yesterday that an FBI report from January 5th had actually pre-warned of war at the Capitol. But despite this, the warnings clearly were not heeded, and we are still very much in the process of figuring out why. According to the FBI, they're investigating over 100,000 tips related to the riots, and many rioters have been identified and arrested, with many more to go. One two-time U.S. Olympic medalist who swam with Michael Phelps was identified as part of the riots by his Olympic jacket. I mean, what kind of idiot wears his very identifiable Olympic jacket to a coup? Another insurrectionist was identified by his disgruntled ex-wife. Maybe we can get a whole team of ex-wives working on this. I feel like we'd already have the name, address, and dating history of everyone involved. I'm sure the question on a lot of our minds is, what about potential future threats as the inauguration gets closer? Yesterday, the Capitol Police had a call with House Democrats warning them of continuing plots by insurrectionists. There are threats against all 50 state houses leading up to the inauguration, but the most concerning plot involves insurrectionists potentially forming a perimeter around the Capitol, the White House, and the Supreme Court, and then blocking Democrats from entering, perhaps even executing them, so that Republicans can take control of the government. We also have more Cooper spreader fallout from last Wednesday, with two more Congress members, Representatives Pramila Jayapal and Brad Schneider, testing positive for COVID. In the wake of these diagnoses, the new acting House Sergeant-at-Arms has made masks mandatory and also banned weapons from the floor of Congress. And two representatives have introduced legislation that would fine any members of Congress $1,000 for refusing to wear a mask on Capitol grounds during the pandemic. Now we have the story you've all been waiting for, impeachment. The impeachment vote is scheduled to happen today, anticipated in the mid to late afternoon. Yesterday afternoon, there was reporting that Mitch McConnell also supports impeachment as a means of excising Trump from the party. But again, I'll only believe that if I see President Mike Pence next week. However, it seems that there might be a chance for more movement within the Republican Party. Last night, the third-ranking Republican in the House, Liz Cheney, daughter of former VP Dick Cheney, came out after McConnell and said she will vote for impeachment. She made a scathing statement blaming Trump for the insurrection and saying that there has never been a greater betrayal of the office or the Constitution than by this president. As of this recording at 8 p.m., two other Republicans in the House have followed suit, and we will see tomorrow where the chips lie. One of the most important consequences happening right now is the defunding of insurrectionist behavior, which we've seen as a number of corporations have halted donations to lawmakers who denied the election results. The hardest hit came when Deutsche Bank and Signature Bank both announced that they are cutting ties with Trump. Trump currently owes Deutsche $300 million due in 2023 and 2024. But given that literally no other American banks will lend to him, it's unclear who he'll be able to bank with. Why do I have a feeling the Russians will still take his money? 
we have an accountability story that we love to hear unrelated to the current coup. I'm sure you've all heard about the water situation in Flint, Michigan. Yesterday, it was announced that former Michigan Governor Rick Snyder and a number of other ex-officials are being charged after a new investigation into the Flint water scandal, although it's not clear yet the specific nature of the charges. For context, Flint was devastated by a deadly outbreak of Legionnaire's disease in 2014 and 2015 as a result of lead-contaminated water. This was a result of governmental mismanagement in an effort to save costs, but it also serves as a clear example of environmental injustice given that Flint is a predominantly black community. Hopefully, we'll finally get some accountability for the governor who made his citizens water undrinkable for years and did nothing about it. For our last quick story, the CDC announced yesterday that the U.S. will require all international air passengers entering the country to test negative for COVID-19 starting on January 26th. I'm glad they've decided to take this extremely basic precaution nine months later. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements. If you want more of my news content, follow me on Instagram at Sammy, where I post news updates on my stories throughout the day. Also, be sure to follow and subscribe to the Betches Sub podcast for more in-depth discussion of today's news and follow at Betches Sub on Instagram. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.